Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. I'm a diverse individual. All of this shit is real. Everybody's like, ah, what is it? Is he a family man? Is he a trapper? Is he a ladies man? Well, I'm all of it. All of it. I beat your ass, kiss your girl, and go tuck my kids in. And then I show up and lead a march on the weekend. <laughs> it's all real. real, real. This is Expeditiously. I am Tilt T.I. Back to you, Omari, because this is taking many different shapes. It's becoming a, an amoeba of a discussion. I want to know, since Ghost is such a smooth character, and let's just say... He's not always the most honest individual in the room, you know. And I don't blame him, because a lot of situations he get himself in, I don't think, I don't know if I'd be able to be honest either. You dig what I'm saying? You got to do what you got to do. But what's your go-to answer to get you out of any type of a situation? Mm. I had no choice. Mm. And then it's not easy to explain that. But if you kind of... Uh, I should, it's a fucking good question. If you set up a reality where most of the things that you do in life, you do definitively. Mm. You said, hey, I don't necessarily listen to motherfucking anybody. I don't. So if that's the reality, then most of what you do, you make a definitive choice to do it. So then people are almost set up to believe you always have a choice. Well. And so if all of a sudden you say, I didn't have a choice. If you set it up where in their mind, I think it's what I've always been able to get away with. Nobody would ever believe that coming from me. Why? Nobody would ever believe me saying I mean, it hasn't always been believed when I say it, but I think it is my go-to. I probably always go. I ain't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. You know what? You know what I think works? You know what I think works better than I ain't have a choice? What do you expect me to do? What, is similar? <laughs> it's similar. what was I supposed it's kinda, to do? It's kind of similar. It was. Ish. It was. But see, more vulnerable. You're that one for, is more yeah, vulnerable. yeah. That vulnerable. You're forced. You're There's leaving. More empathy, more empathy you, yeah, yeah, you're leaving them yeah. to make the to form the, the conclusion, conclusion where you're saying I didn't have a choice, it's and they're saying an arrogant stance on yeah, the yeah, he probably had a choice. But if you ask them, what was I supposed to do? Yeah. And then they have to now form what you did wrong and what they would have done in your situation. And maybe your point, four out of ten times they maybe could formulate a conclusion, but that's a long But the time that they're the using to think of what they should tell and you, you are, it's your own, yeah, it's time to go. I got something else to do. <laughs> you dig what I'm yeah, saying? I mean, I, I, but... The, the, I will say, you've made it through, what, seven seasons of this seven shit? Seven seasons. Seven seasons of this shit? Were people still rooting for the nigga? When I saw the first I mean, the least season or like two, I thought I thought Tasha was going to kill your ass for sure. But you know what's crazy? Or you were going to kill her. But you know what's crazy about that? One of the things that always hooked are you. Tell me if I'm off. Please tell me if I'm okay. off. Okay. Was that episode two or four... Nah, it was episode one. It was the pilot. When Ghost, after Ghost is, you know, sh- well, he, I guess he shot me, Miguelito in the fucking club at the first episode. To my outside, downstairs in the basement. Mm-hmm. He shot Miguelito. When he took his shirt off and the shit, and then he shot the motherfucker and put his shirt back on, went back in the club. And, the and started talking to the police, motherfucker. But in the bathroom tip, before he went to the club, he asked Tasha, 
He gave her a shot, right? He said it. What you think I was going to be? What you mean? The biggest goddamn joke dealer in New York. <laughs> well, see, that shows. You never thought I'd be more? Uh. And remember what she said? What's more? Look at all this shit we got. Uh. So I think it's always. It's a, a lack of ambition. It was, it was you can grow together or grow apart. And I think, so, Tip is speaking to, or he's giving his answer in terms of me specifically asking somebody like Tip, an archetype, mm-hmm. Cliff Harris. Tip is saying, yes, yeah, so, that would afford the opportunity for people to become Team Angela. Whether you fuck with the actress that played Angela, that makes whether sense. you fuck with the ethnicity of the actress who played Angela, that makes or sense. the ethnicity of the character Angela... Tasha, at that point, for a lot of men, men go, really? That nigga gave you an opportunity to say that you wish the best of them? And that's what ends up happening? So, it's interesting. Yeah, I think that... that, that I still that. had to play team all of them, which has been an interesting thing. That I had to vacillate for seven years between team all of them to reconclude it. All these people want to put... People hate to read. People hate to read. People hate Tariq, like, man. I still had to beat the pops to the kids. People hate Tariq. How do you feel, like as a as a man with 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 kids for real, playing a father who has a son who goes against the grain like that? You feel the one out that he had to, and you've always been able to be honest enough with your kids, right? Honest enough. I'm asking you so I can answer the question. Have you been able to be honest enough? I remember one time you said, oh, when I went to the joint, then I was I was away in school. Well, Absolutely. Said, okay, cool. What hurt the most is when I had to go back. That's what I meant. But when you had to go back, you said. Because they didn't know what was going on until the day I had to go. The first time I kind of prepared them. Like weeks ahead of time, okay, you know, next week now, daddy gonna be gone, we're gonna be gone for a while, everything gonna be cool. And we got through that. But then when you went back. Then I had to go back. I ain't, I ain't have it in me to tell them so until the like the day before or the day of. I was like, man, I gotta go back. And they're like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, man, something happened. So I, from the go- I messed from up, the, man. You say, man, enough of what. You had done enough to even explain to them, I got to go back. Even if you had to say it under your breath or whatnot. The one thing that I rely on as an actor playing ghost is I'll always rely on the truth, pun intended, perhaps with the club being <laughs> I always rely on the truth tip that ghost, and I said this in interviews, and I'm saying it in this one where you asked me the great question, ghost has not been honest with these kids. He hasn't. So I still am able as a as a person who comes from sports and comes from uh, Decatur, I'm able to go with a nigga wasn't honest. So I can give empathy enough to Tariq, played by Michael Rainey Jr. So you're saying it's a result of your lack of honesty. Honest. I gotcha. think the kid is very, very rebellious by nature at that particular age, being raised in the urbanite reality of New York City. But I realized that uh at the end She of the probably day, loading up pistol right now. Matter, Tariq. Most people are but ghost she lived it in the car, she but says. Goodness, wow. A place where I go, well, you know what? He has somewhat of an out because, nigga, you, when you look in the mirror and brush your teeth as ghosts, nigga, you haven't been honest with your son. So, yeah, the tree don't fall, the the the, root, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So 
But when he get to fucking with Tommy, and he get to fucking drugs from Tommy, like nigga, that's suicide mission. You know what I mean? Crazy. He's kind of going, but you know how it is, Tip. He's still being raised in a generation that Ghost and was fucking, not raised in. Right. Fucking so trying shit that Ghost would have never tried. So we're he's fucking with Kanan. We're fucking with Kanan. Oh, he's way off the deep end. You dig what I'm I saying? Can give him some empathy. But and the Dre and all that shit. That shit, wow. And they went there. And even getting your daughter killed. Like, he what he did. He easily got his sister killed. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely easily. And I feel like I've. I can't imagine being a father. This year, because Lisa, you've been following. This year, am I is Ghost being portrayed either in my performance or in or the should writing. I say ha, has Ghost been? No, portrayed? I meant this season. Okay, has, has he Ghost been portrayed as someone that is doing that as a father, which you would do based on, as Tip said, how fucking crazy Tariq is gone. Is Ghost pretty much in line with what the fan base would go? Yeah, I would be. Try. I mean, minus killing him. But I put, fucking put a yeah, gun to his fucking head. Yeah, I mean, uh, I tried to play scared. I'm doing well, he some going shit. That far with you too, though. Like he going that far with you. He been going that far since last season, really. I think he'll kill you, bro. Yeah, I mean, he even he time. get he get. Hey, look, he's lost it. He drop a dime. I mean, if he get to drop on you. He gonna kill you. If he get the drop on you, he will kill you. If you try to do anything to my, he told Tommy that. Then he said, "Tell me before you, if you gonna do something to my dad, at least let me know first, so I can do it. Once <laughs> so I can go and have closure with him first, then you can go and." I mean, that shows how direction, how directionless he is in so many ways. Because in reality, and I know at this, you got yours. So me, you, and Tip are fathers. Lizzie don't have kids yet. But when I look at it, I go, Ghost has been, Ghost has not been a, Ghost has been a solid father. I'm definitely going to speak on it as the actor who plays him. Okay, so listen, man. Who doesn't want to find the best brands in all lifestyle categories combined with fast, free one-day shipping, free returns, and 24-7 customer care? Yeah, who wouldn't? Well, now you have at Verishop. Verishop is a new online shopping site with the fashionable brands you need for every moment in your life, from women and men's fashion to home decor, beauty and wellness, and they get your purchases to you fast with free one-day shipping and free returns. No membership fee, no minimum purchase required. Verishop's expert retail team hand-selects and sources every single item from more than 300 brands from all over the world, so there's no chance of counterfeit or fake shit coming to your dough you hear what i'm saying get fashion brands like bents levi's and deadwood home decor brands like bowl and branch and beauty and grooming brands like orbe and blind barber all in one place with the premium shopping experience that you deserve now Verishop even gives you the option to pay over time that's right you can even lay that motherfucker away if you want to and their customer care representatives are available 24 7 by phone text or email you dig Shop Verishop for the fastest free shipping out there. And with my promo code, New Verishop, customers can take 15% off their first purchase just to try it out. Go to Verishop.com and use my code TIP. That's Verishop, V-E-R-I-S-H-O-P.com. With the code TIP for 15% off of your first purchase. Yeah, exclusions apply. You dig what I'm saying? Now let's get there and get flat expeditiously. I've never played Ghost ever as opposite of what T.I. said. When the origination of the show was upon me, and I read the script, Courtney Kemp did not necessarily have Ghost as a doting, loving father. 
So yes, he might not be by your standard or your radar antenna or barometer, that of which your father is, but related, and everything's relative, to that which he does and other niggas like him doing. May, what he may, does. may I say? He is a very, very May solid I say something? May I say something? Which, which no one will watch the fucking show if he wasn't. And guess what? One of the biggest pride points I have as Omari, the highest, gentle, playing that crazy <laughs> motherfucker ghost. Is that he is a pretty fucking solid father? Yeah, I didn't I, say he was the greatest. I like to say but so. But it's enough that you can have empathy for him, particularly when Tariq is that fucking rabidly crazy. I just want to say I, so. I gotta drop thirty thousand mics on that. I want to say so. That the nigga has not been a mother. I, it, it really Go raises the my father. Hey, I want to this out. Has been Listen, a goddamn look, Shanika. And guess oh, what, Johnny? Yeah. If the nigga is. Got some cracks in his armor. It is not always, it is not always the the choice of the character or the actor playing the character. You know what it is often? There's a big ass thing called a pen. The look. And I'm not a the script. The but no, 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 That's no, no. That's no. what the world needs to look, hear. Listen, this is the thing. This is the thing, right? I love you, Shani. I think. I do because I, I like that you're saying. But I think I'm that the complexity is it. What she's what she's she speak, makes a point. I get it. She does make a great point. No, she she she, she what she said. She doing. But she from doing, a relative standpoint, for the, the men most. in his position, she doing the most. She doing the most. I'm saying like right, but look, women, women, not for Tariq. But what I feel like is no. Yeah, you are. I, but listen, you're my, what I feel is that you're speaking your from a place of. How well he is not doing, how many yes, times yes. he's not been there, and how much he isn't present. But, yes, and, and obviously once but, your mistress is involved, yes, your attention is taken away from the family. Yes. Totally agree with you. Well, totally agree on that. Understood. Don't blame this on no, the mistress. No, the time is taken. <laughs> the, the time is taken. Now what I'm trying to say, but I'm trying to say is compare that. Compare uh James St. Patrick to Tony Soprano? No. no. Oh, okay. Compared to a motherfucker who ain't got a daddy at all. At all. Tariq is that Imagine right a little boy. Imagine a little boy who don't have a father at all. I know he is. He's a father that is present, but he's a good provider. He's not consistent in his life. Not consistent. That man is there. I'm there. I'm there. Trauma. And he lost his daughter Listen, bro, and his mistress. And shiny. Many. shiny. No, bro, it ain't. I don't know about no. that. No, I don't agree with that. I, I don't think that. I think that what makes the show interesting is that it's got. And Courtney has said this from day one, and she's right, and it's brilliant. She said every person is right in a scene. Uh. She decides to make everyone right in a scene. So there's never the reality that I'm debating with you, Shiny, for debate's sake. Because you have to be right because you're defending one part of the right. scene. So you have to be right. I never That's even felt opinion. that way. I the never even felt that way. The reality of what we are dealing with is understanding, tips right, that far worse has been exemplified by certain fathers present and not present. Far worse. So what we're realizing is that the writers have taken this kid, Michael Rainey's character, 
called Tariq, to such levels where you go, some of this is just generational fucking rebellion. That's right. He's mad as fuck. He's addicted to an overnight reality of everything's accessible. Right. He doesn't really understand what his father struggled to and, do and, to make it where he doesn't have to be in the same right. room. And the gradual process it's, of him. It's a process. What you do. It's unbelievable. He's, and he's, he figured out over time, like, certain things happen. We figured out, damn, my dad it, really it, ain't what I think he is. And, and guess what, Johnny? When your kid decides, go set it. I ain't really watched this final two, the last two episodes, but I remember this part. Because I do... I do not remember most of the season once I do it because it's all out there. You know what? So I feel the same way about the album. Once it's there, it's out. Once I do it, it's done. It's done. So I don't yeah. really remember. People trans will come up. I don't listen to it no more really now. So, but I do remember this. When I put the gun as Ghost, Oof. when Omari put the fucking gun to his head, mm. I said, nah, nigga, once you invited Tommy in to kill me, Oh shit! You dig what I'm That's saying? That's real street rule. That shit. So yeah. the reality is, most men would go. He's actually even being a good father in that because he's teaching the reality of how the street game goes. As a father, which the kid is saying, "Teach me the motherfucking game, ghost." Did he not? I can always fucking justify because Ooh. I never forget the writing. I Ooh. might forget what I poured in as a performer, Ooh. but the writing. There was a moment when Ooh. the writer wrote. Teach me the motherfucking game. Me you did. Everywhere. Teach me you the motherfucking did. game. Ghost, if I had a dime for every nigga that came up to me at the Hartsfield International fucking airport in the city, which raised O, and said, teach me the motherfucking game, O. <laughs> I'd be rich as T.I. was when Tip said, nigga, my mission was to be wealthy. And the reality, <laughs> if he said that, then when I put the fucking gun to your head, I'm teaching you the game. You became my enemy when you crossed your father. You did you what never I'm saying. Really crossed you. I haven't been honest, but I never kicked you to the side and said, "Nigga, go get life." I made it where I wanted him to learn life through me. Right. He's been a rebellious kid at a level that made the show so Shakespearean. You know what I'm saying? Overnight, shiny, but it's Shakespeare. But you know what I don't like? <laughs> you know what I don't like? I think Tasha should have had more of a hand. I think Tasha is one of the greatest shows of all times. It, it definitely is. But I think Tasha should have had more of a hand. Well, she now. Well, guess what, Tip? You probably ain't caught up on the last two. This nigga's teaching the son the game. Huh? Tasha's teaching him the fuck. But no, what I'm trying to say is. Am I she, right? Am I caught no, up on well, that? I remember that. What I'm just teaching them the game. What I'm trying to say is, what I'm trying to say is, I think Tasha should have caught wind of what Tariq was doing prior to, and say, "Hey, man, I don't know what you're doing, but you can't do that. That ain't the way it go." I, instead of you checking him. I think she should have checked, checked him as a mother in that way. And even though I feel like it would have been a great dynamic, even though Tasha hates you, mm-hmm. she loves him. No, that's the father. But, of right. but, but she knows yeah. she yeah. hates you, yeah. but she loves him. Right. And she knows his actions were cause for you to have to kill him. Yeah, I would know. Ghost, there would never be a reality where Ghost would do that to him. You don't think Ghost will ever kill Tariq? No. Shit. Marvin. Having to Marvin Gaye. Having to Marvin Gaye. But differently. That's what makes this shit. No. Same shit. No, I'm going to tell you why differently. It's the same shit. Because Ghost is still more... Tell me I'm wrong, Tip. Ghost is still more comfortable in his skin, flaws and all. Even if sociopathic 
spectrum is his reality. Spectrum. Now, Tommy, psychopathic spectrum. Ghost, sociopathic spectrum. Not I don't beginning. think Ghost is a sociopath okay. Okay, as much. So that works with me. I don't there's think never, that. That works. But there's I never, think he just married the wrong girl and got in the wrong business. That's all I think. I think if Ghost Shiny, had Shiny, a different Shiny. wife completely and a different industry... Shawnee, you're being limited. You're being very I narrow I think if he had a different wife or if he'd have divorced his wife Shiny. and got into a Shiny. different industry... She said, what's more... I thought you'd be the biggest goddamn drug dealer in New York City. That's the wife he should have married? Johnny, you sound crazy. You thought she was going to be something No, I didn't. 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 I don't know why listen. you're making up the story when I put it in. Listen, Shonica. You sound fucking crazy, actually, man. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. You really are a fan, this nigga. Because that female, is the story. This, is this nigga had a gun hidden you did. by her. Yes. So he fucking married her. Always thinking about a high school girlfriend. She's not even a normal mistress. This is the bitch you loved in high school. Don't do that. Don't narrow the show out. Keep it big. The keep show's it big. big. The show. Don't make it narrow. Don't make big. it narrow. Come on, Shani. Don't make you're it narrow. Doing a, you're doing a. You're don't doing a. You're doing a. I rock for Tasha. Uh-oh. Tasha told him. Nah, she, she fucking masturbated. Excuse me. With the driver might of I, Ghost. Might I say? Who Ghost protected and came and killed. But she, she did. She did, Ghost, she did more than. never going to be bigger than a But she did more than masturbate. She fucked him. She fucked him, yeah. If I can get the floor expeditiously. Yes. If I expeditiously <laughs> get the floor, please. Listen. Okay, so, 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 so. What you just said was. He still stayed. He still stayed after she fucked the driver. Okay. Uh, did she not stay after he fucked Angela? Yeah, she both They both stayed. Okay. So at some Shiny, they have kids at some together. point. It doesn't matter. Shiny, yeah. but all parents are gonna walk out at this point, and I love Tip, but I can't argue. What I'm with trying you. to say, and I, you're not a fool, but you're unwise in this reality. You never made a child. You've aided in raising one. That's not the same as making them. Please, let's not do this. Let's not do this. Not the same. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. That's different. That's different. That's very different. Let's not do this. Don't do that. Let's not do this. I respect your perspective, but it's not the same. But it is very important, but it's not the same. But it's very important, though. But it's not the exact same. It's not the exact same. However, however, when... She just raised the point. Could a non-parent play ghost? Hmm. I have to think about that. But what I'm saying oh, no, is... Tip, tip. Let me g- grab the baton from you. Great point. Shani, mm-hmm. when I walked into that meeting, and Tip knows this. Hmm. People don't know it, but hmm. Tip knows. Hmm. I didn't say yes to that show. I said no to power. Hmm. That doesn't matter. I said no to it. Mm-hmm. The reality is I eventually said yes. But in eventually saying yes, what it proves is there was no desire for me to run into that in that way. Mm. Perhaps, as I was said to be thought of today by somebody, they thought of me as destined for the role. We often run from our destiny, mm-hmm. relationship included. Yeah. So in that reality, what I did say to Courtney once I met for the role and I decided after talking to her for 10 minutes, I'm going to fucking do this role. <laughs> what I said was. Because I saw many a nigga walk out who were not fathers. I said, Courtney, it's interesting. You had people in here that were fatherless or sonless that aren't fathers. She said, why? Why would you say such a thing? I said, Courtney, never could a non-father play this role. You've made this person be a father. 
could there be a reality where a person plays a father for a, for a father of a child in a normal script? Yes, Shani. The complexities that have made someone as complex as him. The killers and gangsters and drug dealers from the trap realities of tips reality. Say, Omari nailed that ghost role. You did. Most of them, thank you, Shani, very humble, but really humble when a tip says it because what he's saying is, nigga, when I really went back in, I had learned that I was becoming a father. So if you write me on page as a father in a normal script, a non-father can play it. Mm. But in a script of a complexity of character uh-huh. That rest in peace, Jimmy Gandolfini yeah, right. Even Ghost is bigger than Tony Soprano Hey, see that's what I was just about to say father That's what I was about to say She was wanting me to go I was so just In that, I do respect you thinking Omar is very important in what I've done with my God kids But Tip's right, Shani is not the same It's not so the same Being a father and the Tony not being a mother Until two years ago Made it where in the beginning <laughs> She got better she got better when she became a mom. Hey, say what's happening, man. It's Tilt. Are you happy with your smile, man? I mean, I'm really feeling good about mine. But I, I want to know about you. Are you tired of feeling self-conscious in photos? Well, you know, I actually think uh, I'm very photogenic myself. But I'm more concerned about you. Uh, why not make this year the year you strain your teeth out with Candid? You know what I'm saying? Candid delivers clear liners directly to you and strains your teeth out for 65% less than braces. Now, unlike braces, Candid clear liners are comfortable, removable, and totally invisible. So you can transform your smile without anyone noticing a damn thing, all right? Plus, you don't never have to set foot into a doctor's office or a waiting room. Your treatment... It's prescribed remotely by a licensed orthodontist, and Candid delivers everything you need right to your dough. Unlike other companies, Candid only works with orthodontists, never general dentists. That means your treatment will be designed by an expert in tooth movement. With 20 years of experience on average, looking ahead to wedding season or a special event, what about a graduation? Or if you're just somebody who takes pictures and gets paid for it on Instagram and other social media platforms. Either way, man, with Candid, the average length of treatment is just six months. And you'll start seeing results way before then. So are you ready to make the move and take the first step towards straighter teeth and a better smile? For a limited time, you can get started with $75 off by using code TI at CandidCO.com slash TI. That's CandidCO.com slash TI. And you can use code TI for $75 off. That's C-A-N-D-I-D-C-O dot com slash T-I with code T-I. And that's going to get your smile together. So enjoy your new smile, all right? You can thank me later. But look. No, I can't. Can I, can I, can I put this in perspective? And, and it's unfair. Let's put this in perspective for everybody. It, and you're not respecting that Michael Jordan would say, Shani, when my knees didn't work the same, I perfected, not just learned it, I perfected the fadeaway. Shani would say, Mike, you don't think you'd still be fine had you not worn out your knees dunking? And Mike says, no. And Shani goes, that's not true, Mike. Shani, you fucking crazy, nigga. <laughs> you can't tell a nigga what he fucking knows. Look, but look, let me tell you something. But I think this but it is... Makes you very interesting. Yeah, I am. You'd have been a great Tasha. Yeah, nigga. I would. But, I but I'm saying it. you're still an amazing actor, and I but think I, you probably would have no, played I that role. Have done it. I'm being humble and telling you I couldn't have. Not to the levels where he was. No, I'm go Not to the levels of what he needed. Look, Not to those levels, Shani. And when you become a mom, you go. Let's agree on this. I don't know if I'm gonna become. No, but, but you did. Whoa, stop! Go, don't do that. Don't do that. Stop! Stop! Don't stop! Don't do stop! I think you should lie. Should lie. Somebody had kids yesterday, nigga. Hey, listen. Let's 
go on record as saying this. Let's go on record as saying this. All opinions taken in consideration. Ghost is basically the black version of Tony Soprano. And maybe more complex. Yep. Because there's so much he's done. Well, because there was no actual... Mystery. He had a psych- therapist. He got with the therapist, but they didn't but really get together. There was no therapist, though. The the therapist thing on the Tony so because he was actually seeking he was actually help. Seeking help. See, Ghost never figured out. He never formulated. If 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 if, really if Ghost would have actually been forced, like when he went to jail, if he would have been like if if psych well, if, 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 if 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 like. If he stayed in jail. Evaluation. Nah, 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 nah. But if if a condition of his release was the psych evaluation. But you don't feel... And then he had to go into... I don't think so. I said spectrum, too. I don't really think so. It wasn't in the beginning. But Shani makes a good point. If you... Both of you guys merged... I think think, think he's a a product of his circumstances. Yes. And both of you merged on a really great point. You know what really makes you stay? Shani... There is a there is a friendship that he is still formulating with the girl that he probably in his deep deep thoughts knew could be somebody good for the business, which Tresley just said. Tasha's good for the business. Ghosts can compartmentalize like most sociopaths, to even those that are not diagnosed as such. To Tresley's point, but he's able to compartmentalize to the point where he goes. Not only is Tasha good for the business, she's a friend. You know what I think it's he really is? It's hard for him to shake Tasha. Once you're married and you have kids, that's my point. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to really tell it like it is. Anybody who doesn't have understanding in the household, man or woman, can go out there and be wooed, and you know what's subdued, deep about, what's, what's deep about his and pursued. What's deep, Shani, about that assessment is if you hear that and actually receive it and never lose part of that thing that made you question all that you were questioning, please don't ever lose that because it's part of your sex appeal and it's part of your edge and don't lose it. But if you listen to what two fathers who actually became famous in life as black men, but play characters where the humble beginnings of Georgia makes it where we never overplay whatever that weird thing called fame is. Mm-hmm. Tip and I are not into that. Then I went in humble like a kid going, like a kid but a real father going, oh wow, I, you'd have to be a father to play this. Because what Tip's point is, is the beats would have been missed, Shiny. The beats would have been missed. The real beats that you don't realize. You went big on a lot of shit. You're going, oh, oh, nailed it. But, Shani, some of that you can't eradicate. And some of it was because I was a real life father. Tip said that part of what got him where he got is that at nine, he said, Pop, I'm going to beat you financially. That's where he's where he's at. And the fact that he didn't get doted on by the mom and the grandma and uncles and everybody like his kids are. It got him where he got him. Shiny, part of what ghost is a lack of nurturing is what I think part of why ghost is where he's at is because the nigga that Courtney hired to play him was a fucking father. Uh It's it's, I promise you, because once you give me a script every week and I'm fucking doing music for four years out of six, Uh I'm sleepy as fuck. Uh Once you give me a script, Uh then the cliff notes are I don't even have I'm a father. 
That's a button. There it is. I'm a dad. I get that part. Cool. Got it. True. Mm. Work extra on that because you're not a mom yet. That's not a slight there. Oh, she's shit. She's truly not a mom. It wasn't a slight. She truly wasn't a mom. That's real. She wasn't that. Listen. My baby, they can't bring women. He raised them like you. How many, how many kids is... You know what he'll say? You know, you know what two will say? You know what two says? Two says that's not like what Omari has with Melvin Brave at home. So you feel like it's not the same. Your children is different because you didn't actually plant the seeds. It's not the same responsibility. How could you leave them if you if you legally adopted them? I mean, at the same time, their parents paid their moms are back in their lives. They were going to do rehab. So they're not truly your adopted children. I mean, I had to go through the paperwork and get them, yeah. So Same way, but it just, if they don't come out your body, it's just different. If they don't come out your body, it's different. Ah, now, since we're saying it like that. Since we're saying it like that, I have, I've got to raise my hand. They got to come out your body. From a man's perspective. From a male perspective. Yeah. I have a daughter that's been with me since she was four years old. She's now 23. And. But I said parents. She just as much as my daughter as any of my other children. I agree. I agree. I agree. Let me tell you something. You can't be faulted for not being a parent. I simply said one thing. The male who played ghost need be a father. And I don't agree with you with that. You, you don't or do. It's fine. Yeah, I do. But what I'm saying is I never made it anything else. You're going, but oh, what if an actor that came in wasn't a father? Shiny, there were so many niggas that weren't dads. It when don't I matter. When I walk out, I went. I guess why it don't matter? Went, but but, but you have to be a father. Oh, Myra, guess why it don't matter? Because you is the motherfucker that got it. That was it. And whether... They chose you because you were she, a father. But, a but, but, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Brother, I saw you on several scenes elevate the level of production value with your acting on some shit that was probably just meant to be some gangster shit. And that shit, I saw Othello and some shit. You dig what I'm saying? I saw on some gangster shit, I seen a nigga from Atlanta Mm. pull some motherfucking Shakespearean performances out Mm. in a film that that was only meant to entertain motherfuckers. Who come from shit like where we come from? Which what easily one of the greatest compliments I've ever. But 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 look, this is what made man. Come on, man. I mean, well deserved. This is what made this motherfucking franchise one of the most watched series, one of the most watched franchises of modern history. Like. What the fuck? Like, did you did you ever ever step back and say, "Yeah, I know they want this shit to be some gangster shit, but I'm gonna take this to another level." Did you ever? Did you ever? Did, was that a conscious decision conscious, that you made? Very conscious. very conscious. Down to the it's suits. funny. They, down to the suits. In March, they celebrate you for St. Patrick's Day. They don't even celebrate the green one no more. They celebrate this motherfucker for St. Patrick's Day. This is only St. Patrick we recognize. It was crazy. 
what's crazy is there was you did that shit, my nigga. I, I appreciate that tempo. Play a play. There was a re, there was a rebirth in um same just in the nomenclature, in the moniker, in the tag, in the label ghost. There was a rebirth of 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 Tips Ghost from Takers, which is an incredible movie. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. Right on. Tip, and Tip murdered it. I mean, he murdered the role. He killed it. So when I came in... Shout out to Idris and Will Packer and everybody else, you know, who... When you think we, about we, it, we need to do a pe- prequel Garrett, whenever y'all Hedlund ready. Hedlund in that too? Garrett Hedlund was in that? I, th- I, 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 I think... Oh, Garrett I don't know. But when you look at that... Chris Brown was definitely in that. I, do, I definitely look at a, a place where you go... Where is the moment that you look in the mirror and you go, I gotta make it different? And it's just that moment. It's taking risk. Yeah. You know, Trans Lee said, you know, so Tip would have been a defensive back in football, which is what Omari played. No. There is no football position. You played, whoa. Take. I played defensive back. That's what I played. Cornerback? Corner. What? So there's never gonna be a position that's Thank not sure. more risk, that's more risky than that. As you know, Tip, once you get behind the safety, which right. you know you could play, right. once you get behind the safety, which is the last frontier. That's it. The last wall. That's it. So there were risks. So that, that football thing, it's full circle. This great conversation where you say, oh, what did private school bring you? Discipline. Cool. Football 2 oh, Yes. Then when you think about it, bro, the discipline of me coming in thinking, well, the biggest discipline is how do we make it where the Emmys and their reality, which does not matter. Man, fuck them. The, the, their reality is such where they are blown away by the performances, performances of perhaps consistently of a brown lead and fellow brown people, Latino included, around this man Mm -hmm. that make it where it's so good, like you said, Tip, that it makes the Academy go, this is too far. We're definitely not going to ever nominate this. Because if we do, (laughs) if we do, we're making, we are setting a tone. That's right. That other things, other motherfuckers got it. Yeah. Could win the Emmys. Like you get what's happening. But I feel like if you... Conscious effort... To make Ghost such a character right. for the end of time, we would always be debating about Ghost. That's why I love what Shiny was going at. And I, I'm gonna say, I played him for seven years, Shiny. So he's so close to me. You never think about it. You're the same motherfucker. So close to me. You're the same motherfucker, whether you realize it or not. Definitely. You know, they're definitely like similarities, and definitely. and and now that this shit is over with, I think you need some counseling to to detach. Going We're gonna to have to unpack this shit, Mister Saint Pat. I mean, Omari. Oh I right? <laughs> Absolutely, he ain't had no choice. Remember, there was so much music being made that which one of the greatest MCs, one of the top ten MCs of all time collaborated on a song with me and you, that being Tip. So that's when you know Tip's like, yeah, it was musical. Fuck it. All right, let's go. So music aided, the therapy of music. But what also aided is, nigga, I kept doing movies. Think about it. Every that's hiatus, right. I was doing movies. That's real. Because I knew Ghost was so... He did a lot of movies. Difficult. I'm like, this nigga's difficult. Difficult. J. Cole hit me and was like, nigga, that shit, sorry to bother you. It's crazy, yo. Sideburns out the end. And eye patch, like I kept trying to get out of them. Cause it's easy. Once I knew the show was great, then I knew I was gonna come back every September to the nigga. So I'm like, let me take a break from him at least. No, ain't wrong. I need therapy from the guy. Yeah, all them, all them motherfuckers on on Game of Thrones said they in therapy. I'm like, yeah. Oh, shit. And if you and therapy, everybody who played the Joker, everybody who played the Joker, Joaquin and rest in peace Heath Ledger. Man, Heath Ledger, he didn't he didn't make he it to therapy. Didn't even, he didn't make it to therapy. He had the fucking shit. 
You know? He's self-medicated. You dig what I'm saying? Hey, listen, let me ask you a stupid question. I say it's a stupid question because I already know the answer. Do you like money? <laughs> I couldn't ask that shit with a straight face. Look, I already know the answer to that. It was somewhat rhetorical. But it leads me to my next point. The NFL season isn't quite over yet, okay? The action is still hitting hard, which means you still have time to head over to betonline.ag and win the last of the $500 weekly prizes by playing against your favorite podcast host. Like yours truly. The NFL Conference Championships are this weekend and every play, every possession, the game is on the line. So it's time for you to cash in on the action, man. You understand that? And uh, when you win, cut me in on some. I'm just bullshitting. Unless you're going to do it. Visit our friends and exclusive partners at Podcast One. BetOnline.ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure that you use promo code Podcast One. For your 50% sign-up bonus. Join the conversation on Twitter by searching hashtag Sportsnet Challenge. Now, I see you on Sunday. Hey, where you think you going? The show ain't over yet, man. Expeditiously continue. Who took Trey Songz off the song? Off the thing, off the thing song. Y'all did. The fans. The fans were like, that's not working. And 50, you can't change it in the six years. Nah, you can't do that. On the last season. season. You can't ever do that. On the last last season. season, You can't change on the last season. Not the last season. Not the last season. season. Everybody would have been. Maybe on the third. 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 Maybe on the third. Third. Not the last season. That was like. Different voice. But to be honest with you, look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That shit happened at the tycoon pool party. Yeah. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit happened at the Tycoon Pool Party. Trey Song with that. Oh, nigga, oh. hey, look, I was there too. I didn't go to the pool party, but I'm just telling you, I was there uh, afterwards. They went, there was some pool, some motherfucking strip club after party type shit going on. And that's where that shit happened. What? Nah, I'm, I'm really capping. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know, no, no. I was not even in the country during the. But look, though. It sounded like an old drunk night when 50 was like, That's what the fuck happened, though. Do this shit. Man, man, 50 told Trey, do that shit. Fifth's defense, I think Fifth was really trying some. Like, oh, it's the last season. Let's make it fresh. I got record. He was trying to make it a now record. To go on yeah. radio and try to be pop, but Joe, but Joe, man, Dawson, Georgia, which a lot of people don't know. What? No, <laughs> oh, it? but Joe is a soulful. That's a different kind of voice, bro. You can, I mean, yeah, Joe, what? Joe is Guess one of what? the most 50, soulful voices 50, of our time, of our time. But fifties verse on that, it was hungry. Oh my god, that one of the best. I don't even know. I don't know why 50 did not drop so that great. song as a record around the second season, third season. I don't know why 50 didn't. Yeah. It's just, it was hungry, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was hungry. He came on. Cover. Yeah. Why do you nigga try to figure out the lyrics to the motherfucking verse of the actual song? I'm going to ask, oh. You mentioned sports earlier in the discussion. Do you feel sports prepared you for where you are now? And if so, is there something that you took from the field that you brought to the screen? I would say quiet focus. I think that uh, one of the things that you and I both share, and I definitely know that I possess it. You share it too. I've seen it as... Because I think Tip is one of the 
you know, the best actors who's transitioned from music to acting. And it's not a lot. M many people suck at it to me. I wouldn't even say that they don't hit the, hit the mark. They suck to me. Mm. I think you're, you're just gifted. I think you're just an art artist who's gifted. You're shitting on a lot of people. On, like, I'm not shitting on people. Like, I'm just saying unconsciously. Most stuff is phenomenal. Subconsciously. Most like, you shouldn't. Phenomenal. Okay, so everybody. incredible. Okay. 50 can hold his own. Okay, so everybody else. Antifa does her thing. Okay, so everybody else besides uh, that. Let me, like, let me think. Let me think. <laughs> Ch 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 Gambino, but he's a mix. He's like Omar. He's like a hybrid of a whatever. Tip does his thing. What you do, though, that I relate to is that you're quiet on screen. You know. Tip is one thing that you and I both do. So I feel like the sports did bring the quiet, quiet, excuse me, the quiet resolve of that which in the locker room, even when you're next to teammates that you've had the crazy banter with, you're doing the same jokes that you and Tip been doing for the last 30 minutes. But at one point, right before that game begins, everybody gets in their own quiet space and they realize that what's what's at stake is the job is 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 at stake. The the legacy is at stake and your position and being played to the perfect level is at stake. Sports definitely brought that to me. I would think the other thing, Tip, is rejection. Mm. Couple years in Hollywood, you're going in auditions and it's way more no's than yes in the beginning. You do what I'm saying? So the coaches definitely call you shit that even your mama don't call you. Ooh. Think about it. Coaches say some shit that sticks with you, man. And if your skin ain't tough, then equally your skin ain't going to be tough when you walk in those audition rooms because it's way more rejection than not. So I think those, those two things, I would say the quiet focus of an athlete, which at times gets me in trouble at table reads. Right. So you've done table reads. I have. What happens a lot of I times fell asleep at one. What happens with me is I ain't falling asleep, but I'm definitely nah, I fell asleep quietly so that I try to internally possess what I'm reading. Hey, look, let me and tell you a story. Going, I can't hear Omari. Let me tell you a story. What I realize is as an athlete, I'm like, I'm learning the plays. Don't, don't say that you can't hear me. We're not at game time yet. I'm learning the plays. Very much the sport part of me. I do not practice well and I'm going to tell you a story I was offered one of the first times that I didn't have to read for a role I was just offered it which is dope that feeling is dope just here yeah, it's yours I already did my deal they gave me my money and I was offered the role and um, it was a film well it was me De Niro, Michael Douglas, uh, Morgan Freeman, Jeffrey Epstein. You said, man, you ain't shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. And this is another motherfucker who he, he he funny and he old and white like on some Chevy Chase type time, but I don't remember what his name was. Older than that, older than that. But anyway, point was, bunch of motherfucking Hollywood heavyweights in this motherfucker, and me. So they offered me the role, and I took the role. And naturally, and it was a table read in Las Vegas. I was in 
L.A. at the time. This happened to be at a time where I was double cupping myself. That was how I was, you know, self-medicating my trauma of growing up in the crack era, being a refugee of the war on drugs. So that is how I was self-medicating myself. I was double cupping myself, pouring my promethazine mixed with codeine into sodas. And... My manager said, listen, you already have the road. You do not have to go to the table read if you don't want to, but it would be a good, like, you know, you got a lot of heavyweights. You don't want them to show up at the table read, and you're not there. So I said, okay, I'll go. I was in L.A. I said, but I'm not flying. I'm going to drive. So I got myself a tour bus, got on that motherfucker, and I drove. I got on the highway, let's call it, two in the morning. Got there around six, seven. Got off the bus. And when I first got to the hotel where everybody was supposed to be reading, nobody was there. So I'm down there in the goddamn coffee room where everybody said we're supposed to meet at, and nobody's there. And I'm looking around like, fuck. So I go up to my room for a little while, and I'm looking around. Nobody's ready. I'm like, fuck. So finally, when it get time, I guess it was probably 8, 9 o'clock, I go back down. We sit down, and we start to read. And I'm sitting there, and we're reading. And finally, I fall asleep. I started dozing off. <sighs> and, you know, hey, listen, this is funny. Definitely De Niro was there, definitely. And this is the funny part. My guy who just got killed a few weeks ago on Goddamn, on, on, on your show. Oh, yeah, Jerry Ferrer. Mm-hmm. Jerry Ferrer. Jerry Ferrer was sitting right next to me. Because mind you, I wasn't a star in this film. I was like a supporting. So I'm around page thirty-five, forty. So and and as I you be able to get down once you get on screen. What happened? Yes, it was definitely a supporting role, and they paid me six figures. They already had me locked in, gave me the role. I signed the contract and everything for six figures. So as the script is being read. I'm listening and dozing off. Finally, by the time we get to my part, I'm asleep. Jerry Ferrer, he elbow him. Hey, like he trying to, he looking out for me. Hey, hey man, it's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn. Wake up. I wake up. Oh, okay. Hi. Well, you don't know where we are. Exactly. So, after that happened two or three times, from across the table, Morgan, Morgan Freeman said, Son, are you with us? Son, wake up, son. Are you with us? Are you okay? Son. <clears throat> now, mind you, Michael Douglas. Bobby De Niro. Robert De Niro. Everybody cool. Morgan Freeman, the only motherfucker slapping his hands on the table, talking about wake up, son, and all that old shit. So anyway, we got through it. I dozed off. I kept falling asleep, kept falling asleep. 
at the surf part, I was just like, man, this, this, when is this shit going to be over? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but shit was boring, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the shit was really boring. I mean, I done been tabory that was real funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit was exceptionally boring. Um, and after I get up and I leave... Everybody like gave me the polite handshake and you know the peace out. And my manager called me, answered the phone. He said, "Ah oh, man, I don't know how to tell you this, man. They don't want you on the movie, man." <laughs> he said, "What did you do?" <laughs> I said, "Ah right, man, I ain't been." dozed off, you know, I kind of fell asleep a little bit. He say, man, they say Morgan Freeman will not work with you. He says that he's a professional and they just got to, and he say, but they got to pay you. They ready to pay you out just for you not to be in the movie. I say, they going to pay me? He say, yeah. I say, well, fuck the movie. They going to pay me. And he telling me, no, man. They don't want you in the movie. I ain't get it. I still don't get it. But the reason I still don't get it is because when that movie came out, it didn't do well anyway. And I feel like it's called Las Vegas, L-A-S-T Vegas. And it's supposed to be a bunch of old men who go to Las Vegas for the last time. Ish. Ish. It's supposed to be a bunch of old men go to Las Vegas for the last time and kind of have a great time. And it was two of them who was friends back when they were young. And then something happened with a girl. Then they didn't speak for a long time. And they came back together to all go to this one guy's bachelor party and all this whole shit. I know we would have made it to 50 million if I was in that movie. I know that. But that's also when I stopped drinking lean. I stopped drinking lean. I stopped drinking that day. Now, did you start that day? I did. I did when I lost that movie because I thought it was gonna be a big deal at the time. Before I found, before the movie came out and the motherfucker flopped and tanked, I thought that shit was like a big deal. I thought like I really blew a big opportunity for myself, so I completely, I quit that motherfucker. Let that shit go. <laughs> Yeah, but I was so gone, man, on that shit, bro. Look, I was so high one night. That, like that's the only drug I've ever been on. That's the only drug I've ever been on that I couldn't control it because I didn't ever drink lean for the high. I drank it for the taste. The same reason people smoke cigarettes. It was like a taste thing. Like, and I never drunk nothing else but activists. I ain't never had no red. I ain't never drunk no yellow. I ain't never drunk no green. I ain't never had nothing there but activists. After activists went around, I stopped. That was it for me. Okay. But as I drank that shit and activist, and, and to this day, I can't drink a Sprite nor a peach soda. I can't drink none of that shit because it shit, I just can't. It ain't even just that. It just feel like something missing. <laughs> when I drink that mama. <laughs> when I drink that shit, it just feel like, This motherfucker ain't right. Something, something missing out this motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but, God damn it, I'm going to tell you. 
You is gonna goddamn make fun of me because I gave up the only drug that I couldn't control. I ain't making fun of you. Nah, you making fun of me. You just laughed at me, nigga. You make fun of me in front of everybody, nigga. Everybody don't expeditiously heard you make fun of me. Now I ain't mad, I ain't mad at you, nigga. It's all right, nigga. Fuck you. That's it. We say that when you finish. Hey, listen. My old lady tell you, look. Look, 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 and she still make fun of me too. She say, you remember that time you was on lean, you had a uh, french fry box up to your head. You thought you was talking to Pee Wee. (laughs) Look, man, I was in my bedroom. I had a french fry box. This is when I I, I was still eating McDonald's and everything at the time. It was a McDonald's french fry box. And I'm like, Pee Wee, where you at? Huh? What's going on? And she say, Tip, what are you doing? I say, stop. Taking the peewee. Wait a minute. Where you at? What? Huh? She say, nigga, you that that ain't no motherfucking phone, nigga. And I say, what you mean that ain't no phone? And I look. <laughs> hey, look, bro. Hey, man. The lean. That's that's the only thing that I ever ran into that I couldn't control. Like that shit there That's why I understand The opioid crisis We you still fuck with that? I don't know I had no idea I hope not I don't know Cause it fucks you right? I don't know bro I don't know about nobody but me I ain't willing but to talk Weezy about nobody did a table read With De Niro And didn't get the bit Weezy ain't finna go to the table read <laughs> He not even finna go to the table Cause he dedicated his life To what he do He know what he do And he not finna even take on no obligation that's going to goddamn interfere with whatever habit he may or may not have. You dig what I'm saying? That's going to take precedent over any other opportunity. And I respect him for that. And, you know, that's why, shit, I think he's one of the greatest. Uh, because of his honesty with himself. Definitely. He honest with himself. Definitely. He knows who he is. And I don't motherfucking, you know, I don't know what nobody do, but I do know I lost a few days on that motherfucker. I also, I woke up, not, no, nah, I ain't wake up. I was already up. We got back to the presidential suite at the montage. 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 My got 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 back to the montage. It might have been about three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, and I was sipping. I was sipping, sipping, sipping. And my old lady went in the bed in the bedroom, laid down with the sleep. It was me and a few of my homeboys out there in the in the, in the living room area by the piano. Finally, we say, man, let's go to the motherfucking mall. We get in the car, leave, go to the mall, only to find out the mall wasn't open. It's 8.30 in the motherfucking morning. The mall ain't goddamn open. What the fuck is y'all niggas doing up here at the mall? So we start riding around, riding around, riding around, and come to find out it's Sunday. Mall don't open at 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock. Y'all niggas is three, four hours early. And I'm calling motherfuckers like, man, I got to get ready to go to this motherfucking uh, appointment. I got to go to this goddamn uh, audition. I got to get me something to wear. And they're like, Tip, that was yesterday. <laughs> Damn. 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 Amen. Which all led to me letting that shit the fuck go. <laughs> all the, but see, all this shit was leading up to the point where I lost the motherfucking road. 
in the movie. Oh, All this leading up to. So that's what made this you, before. That's what made you be like, yeah, kid, get the fuck out of here. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> nah, it, really, to be honest with you. <laughs> it was Morgan Freeman said, son, are you with me? <laughs> Wake up, son. Can you hear me? Sam's you smoke crack. <laughs> expeditiously. Do it expeditiously. <laughs> That's actually where I learned the word. That's actually where I learned the word. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Yeah, Joe Claude. That word in style, man. Nah, Joe. Joe. You, the, 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 the word is in style. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Nah, nah, this for you. I would ask this nigga, but that I know he ain't gonna have no real good answers. So I ain't. you ain't. Alright, alright, so alright, so look, this is for Oh, this this question is for you first. It's a two part question. First part. Who inspires you most? And what's something about yourself or your life that might surprise others to learn? Hmm. First part is who inspires you most. I was a big fan of, of Bradley from 60 Minutes. I had never seen such a cool motherfucker, a black guy, dropping science the way that he did. Night in, night out on 60 Minutes with a big-ass, hoop-ass earring. God it damn. It was so different. I just thought he was so special. Somebody please look up Bradley for 60 Minutes so I can know who the fuck mm-hmm. he is. I don't know who the... Mm-hmm. I remember when I first saw him as a kid, I was like, damn, he's different. Let me see. And then it became Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Now, Walter Payton was a motherfucker. That motherfucker was special. Just what he did in the community and just who he was as a person. Yeah. I just thought Walter Payton was the greatest thing, man. Okay, now. And then, uh. What's something about yourself or your life that might surprise others to learn? You have hobbies? Yeah, 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 definitely. I read a lot. That's not a habit. I know you're right. Uh, you know, I ride that damn bike. <laughs> Crash rockets or cruisers? Okay. I got off the bike for years when, when Nova was about four months old. Gotcha. Seven next month. And Tyler, my rap gift, bro, on Nobody's Fool, Tyler Perry gave me a bike again. So I've been, you know, fucking with the bike again. But I'm a big bike rider. I'm addicted to apples. A lot of fans send me boxes of fucking apples, bro. Is it the fruit? I love the apple juice. Is it all apples? Apples, apple pie, apple sauce, all kind of apple juice, that's everything? Dope. That's dope. Even Dub got in that one. Dub was like apple sauce. Mm-hmm. Apple. Actually, no, it would be uh, Washington apple. I like the Washington. Washington. I like a crunch, crunchy Washington apple. The, the red apples. Red apple. Okay. And I don't mind the... Uh, was it honey crisp? That's a good Granny soup. That the yellow ones. That the yellow ones. That the yellow ones. I'm finna get on out of here, man. Hey, listen, Omari. Oh man, thank you. I appreciate the time. Thank you for all the support throughout the years. Thank you for, you know, just being there and and being a friend. Tip, thanks for having me. What do you say, brother? No, I said shout outs to being uh D short. You dig. You short and deep. You dig. Shout outs to Tip for having us. And Tip, I know you a long time, bro. And guess what? I, I think you remained a humble ass out. Man, thank you, brother. I think you always been a humble alligator. You know, I think once you become a once you become a 16, 20 foot alligator, you ain't got to bite nobody no more. Nah, you ain't got to. Motherfuckers start bringing motherfuckers start bringing food to you at a certain point. It's been real, Tip. You know, you always got me till the wheels melt all the way the fuck off. Thank you. But listen, man, thank you guys, man. It's been, hey, and, and K-Dub, man, you got to come back, man. Why you don't got them come around more often? 
Oh, because I don't invite your motherfucking ass. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna let everybody know I have and that has been expeditiously guys thank you love and we out thanks for listening to expeditiously with me tip don't forget to subscribe at apple podcast and podcast one and rate and review please expeditiously is produced engineered and edited by kc morris